and 10 of the 28th chapter of the book of St. Matthews. Listen what it says. It says, and as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, all hell. And they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. And then verse number 10 says, then said Jesus unto them, be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that means my sisters as well, that they go into Galilee and there shall they see me. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there shall they see me. I want to talk to you all just for a few moments or as the spirit leads here today, from the subject matter, Easter happens. Easter happens. Don't miss it. Easter happens. Most everyone is at home, keeping to themselves. There are no overflowing crowds celebrating Jesus's resurrection. People are not showing up dressed in their Easter finest. There are no fancy dresses or hats. And there are no A extravaganzas for kids to gather with Easter baskets. Friends and family will not be sitting down together for a big Easter meal. It has been a time of turmoil, chaos, and loss. Unease is still in the air. People are shaken as if by an earthquake. The future is unknown and uncertain. Uh, I hope you know that I'm talking about that very first Easter day. I'm talking about that great earthquake that happened as the first day of the week was dawning. I am talking about that day the stone was rolled back from Jesus's tomb. I'm talking about that day only two women showed up for Easter service, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. And that, 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 that is why we show up year after year. We want to know that the stones of our tombs have been rolled away. We want to hear the story again and be reminded that the tomb, the grave is open and empty. We want to hear one more time, Christ is risen. Uh, our Easter Sunday is not much different from the first one, because regardless of what is going on around us, how many people show up, the ways in which it is or is not celebrated, God is faithful, and Easter happens 
in whatever the circumstances of our life and world might be. It did back then, and it does now. I stopped by for a few moments now to let you all know that Easter happens. You know, there are so many ways, there are so many ways in which our life seems to get buried. When you deal with sorrow and grief, death and loss, fear and anxiety, perfectionism, anger, guilt, regret, resentment, self-hatred, you know, the things we have done and the things we have left undone. Those are the stones that block our way. Those stones mark the many ways in which we have suffered death, whether physically, emotionally, or even spiritually. With each stone, each stone we seem to ask, who will roll away the stone? Who will do for me what I cannot do for myself? And that is what, that is what, that is what the three women are asking as they walk to the tomb. It's not really a question as much as it is a statement about their life and uh, what they expect. Their life has been buried in loss, pain, and death. And they expect it to stay that way. All hope was gone. They were on a, a, a an emotional roller coaster. Uh, life seemed to be over for them. Fact of the matter is, they expected to stay that way. They expect the stone of death to be too big, too heavy, too real for them to do anything about it. And can I please say that we too quickly forget that for every burial, there is an Easter. And that is what the women discovered as soon as they looked up. The stone of death, the stone that blocked their way had already been rolled away. And here's the good news. Jesus's Easter message is simple and straightforward. You don't need a degree to understand it. You don't need to be a theologian to understand the Easter message because it is simple and straightforward. Paraphrasing, Jesus basically said, greetings. He said, do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. I need y'all to understand that that is the Easter message. Go to Galilee. There they will see me. And that is what he told the two women that day. And it is what he tells us today. Whether we are by ourselves or with another person or with our our family. It's the same Easter message that he spoke over 2,000 years ago. He's saying to us, 
Greetings. Do not be afraid. Go to Galilee. There you will see me. Yet understand the significance of going to Galilee. That is where the disciples were from. It was their hometown. He, he could just as well have said, go home. There you will see me. So I want to ask a question. I want to ask a question that while we are at home, I want to know, can you on this Easter Sunday, I want to know, can you see Jesus? Uh, where might you see Jesus? Where are you going to see him today? Where will you see him tomorrow? Where will you see him uh, next week? Will you see him in the people who are most familiar to you? Will you see him in a stranger standing six feet away? Will you see him in a masked face? Will you see him in a meal shared with only two or three? Will you see him in the turmoil of your life? Uh, will you see him in the experience of your own home, in your marriage, and in your parenting? Will you see him in your caregiving for a parent, in your suffering and sickness? Will you see Jesus in your fear of death, in your loneliness and isolation? Will you see him in the struggle to turn your life in a new direction? Will you see him in your hopes and dreams, in your successes and your failures? Will you see him in the beauty of creation and in the wonder of life? Will you see Jesus in your gratitude and thanksgiving? Well, I want you to know the answer is yes. Yes to all of those and the thousands of other places where you and I We'll see him. But did you not know that Easter is happening right now? Oh, somebody, you need to know that Easter is happening right now. And if we can't see Jesus in our ordinary everyday life, we surely won't see him among the overflowing crowds, the fancy dresses, in the Easter egg hunts, and neither will we find him in the hallelujahs and in the hymns or the beauty of our church. He has us home for a reason. He said, go home. He said, go to Galilee and see Jesus. We don't have to go home. The Easter message today is, we're already at home, and I want each and every one of us uh, to see Jesus, because you need to understand that Easter always happens in the ordinary and everyday stuff of life, in the midst of what you're going on, in the midst of your trials, in the midst of your tribulation, heartache, and pains. I want you to know Easter is happening. Do not be afraid. Go to Galilee. Go home. And there 
you will see him. That's the Easter promise. Did y'all know that was a promise? The promise is if you go home, you will see me. And so what is the promise given to you today? In what ways is it opening your life to know that I can even see Jesus right where I am? I can see him in the midst of turmoil. I can see him in the midst of pain. I can see him when I'm up. I can see him when I'm down. Oh, anybody want to see Jesus? I'm not talking about later on. You can see him right in your home. What is your hope today? What is your hope? That deep hope against hope. Somebody you signed on and you're hoping against hope. Seem like what you're going through. You'll never get over it. But I stop by here to tell you the devil is a liar. What are you hoping for that seems too good to be true? And the odds are against you. What is life calling for and asking from you today? What do you need to do or change in order to say yes to the Lord? Yes, Lord, I'm willing to see you. Yes, I'm willing to obey from the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul. I say, yes, Lord. And you know what? The pastor can't answer those questions for you. Nor can I tell you how you should answer. But I got a word for somebody. I got a word for somebody. And I'm almost, I'm almost finished. I got a word for somebody. This is your resurrection. This is your new day. This is your new beginning. If you would just open up your heart, clear your mind. Jesus says, go home and you will See me. This is your Easter. You ought to claim today is your Easter because Easter is happening. This is your feast day. And that is true for every one of us, regardless of who you are, what you've done or have not done, what has been or what has happened in your life, what you believe or don't believe, the promise still remains. How many of y'all know that the promises of God, they are yea and they are amen. The promise remains. Hope still abides. And the call yet persists. Easter happens every day. And it is already happening in the Galilee of your lives. Oh, somebody you need to know. Let me speak a prophetic word here today. It is happening. My God. In the Galilee of your lives. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. How many of y'all know he's risen from the grave? Let those words echo through your life. Hallelujah. Let those words echo in your home like they might in an empty tomb. Could you imagine the empty tomb that I'm sitting in front of? If you were to stick your head in there. And if you were to shout hallelujah, guess what's going to happen? You're going to hear an echo. Hey, somebody, my God, you need to hear an echo. Mm -hmm. Because how many of y'all know that an echo, it reminds you of a certain sound? Hey, God, help me here. I said an echo reminds you of a certain sound. 
And I dare you in the midst of what you're going through to put hallelujah out in the atmosphere. So when you say hallelujah, it'll come back at you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And then you say hallelujah, it'll come back at you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And then you'll be able to say hallelujah anyhow. I'm not going to let my troubles get me down. But when my troubles come my way, I'm going to lift my head up high and say, hallelujah, anyhow. Somebody you need to know, and I'm finished, that Easter is happening in your life right now. The resurrection is happening. God's going to resurrect some things. He's going to resurrect your marriage. He's going to resurrect your joy. He's going to resurrect your peace. How do I know he's going to do it? Because God sent his son, and they called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. And an empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. I know he lives. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all of my fears are gone. Because I know who holds my future. And somebody ought to say, my life is worth living. Uh, you might have been through hell and hot water, but my life is worth living. You may feel like you're down in the dumps right now and that don't nobody love you or care about you, but my life is worth living. Why? Because, because he lives. And then the songwriter says, and then one day, hallelujah, and then one day, I'll cross the river. I'll fight life's final war with pain. And then as death gives way to victory, I'll see the lights of glory. And I know he reigns because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds the future. Life is worth living because he lives. He got up. He got up. I said, he got up. He got up before they could even file the death certificate in the county of Jerusalem. He got up before the doctor could sign his certificate. I said, he got up. Lazarus died. He rose again, but he died again. Jesus died, and when he got up, he said, all power is given unto me, both in heaven and, and in earth. I have the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And then when he got up, he ascended back to heaven, and he now sits on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. He's pleading our case, because the Bible said that the devil accuses the saints on a daily basis. Go ahead, accuser. You can accuse me all you want, but because he got up, hey, my forgiveness got up, my deliverance got up, my joy got up, my peace got up, and he sits on the right hand of the Father, and he makes intercession for you and I, and because he got up, because he got up, hallelujah, I'm trying to close, because he got up, when I do cross that river, and when I fight the final fight with pain, I'm not worried about it 
Because if this house of this earthly tabernacle shall be dissolved, I have another building that's not made with hands, but is made in the eternal heavens. Place this body in the ground, but can't no grave hold my body down. And those of us that have lost loved ones, it brought great pain and great grief in our lives. But because Jesus declared that I am the resurrection and the life, you ought to rejoice in that because they're going to get up again when the trump of God sound and the dead in Christ rise first. What a day, what a day that's going to be. The Easter message that day, the Easter message that day was go tell the brethren, go to Galilee, and it's right there. Go home. You are looking for Jesus everywhere else. Look at look at home. Go home. And there you will see me. I want everybody to see Jesus right in your home. See Jesus in the midst of chaos. Because that is the Easter message. You all told me that the Easter message was he is risen. Well, that came from the angel. But the angel was the inspirational speaker. Jesus was the main speaker. And he said, go to Galilee and tell the brethren to meet me. And there they will see me. Oh, I want to see him. I want to look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares are past. One day we're going to say home at last, ever to rejoice. And when we see Jesus, I said, when we see Jesus, all of our heartaches, all of our pains, all of our disappointments, all of our hurts will be over when I see Jesus. Now, God, I thank you for your word today. Thank you for your word. I shared with your people what you've placed on my heart to share. And I thank you that your word is just as fresh, just as alive today as it was when you first spoke it. When you told them to go to Galilee, you told them to go home. God, many of us been at home for a year now. Our lives have changed. But God, we want to see you. We want to see you. We want to see you. God, you know everybody that's under the sound of my voice. You know what they're going through. You know what they are experiencing. You know the troubles. You know the heartache, the heartbreaks. God, I pray that you touch them in the name of Jesus. Loose the bound and set every captive free. Break the chains, the strongholds. God, loose them in the name of Jesus. Let them know that in your presence is fullness of joy. Let them understand, God, that with you, all things are possible. Those that know sickness, heal. Manifest yourself in a mighty way. 
those that know grief today, that's in bereavement, wrap your arms around them. Assure them that you are a God of comfort and that you are a God of peace. And God, we look forward to the day when we can lay our crowns at your feet. Yeah, we can lay our crowns at your feet. And we thank you that Easter is happening right now because your darling son, Jesus, lives. And he'll come if we open ourselves to him and he will resurrect the dead things that's in our lives. And we thank you and we praise you. God, I pray that if there's anybody that don't know your darling son, Jesus, as a personal savior, that you were drawn before it's too late. They cannot come unless you draw them. Forgive them of their sins. Wash, cleanse, and make whole. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody put those hands together because you have the assurance today that Easter is happening. 